Now, I enjoyed it for these reasons. Go. Because it was better than... It was basically everything that Wonder Woman could have been. Uh-huh. Had they had maybe some more women in the room. Oh, look out. We're going to have people throwing things at you right now. <laughs> so, like... So, again, I don't want to give it away. But the fact is, she doesn't have a love interest. Uh-huh. So, she's not there as a male prop in a love story. And... Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Colour Out The Box podcast and as always I'm Mo and this week joined by fan favourite. I'm a fan favourite? <laughs> I don't know actually I, I made that up but yeah. <laughs> wow my ego just took, be- took a beating. Um, yep it's Nathan back again after a while. AKA DJ Impulse. Version one. Uh-huh. So welcome back, Nathan. Happy Thank New you for Year. Me. Happy New Year. Yeah. Have I seen you this year? Oh, good question. Uh, no, you saw so. me at the end of last year, I think it was. Oh, okay. So Happy New Year, greetings and all of that stuff. Uh-huh. How you be- how you been? I mean good. How's your new year coming? Yes, okay. So the podcast is back yeah. and um Jay is no longer with us, though she's around. It's <laughs> fine. Um, but yeah. Want to rephrase that by any chance? Yeah. yeah it's, um, <laughs> I was saying to her actually the other day, I goes, I feel like when I talk about you on the pod, it's like talking about an ex. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> like, God. you know, did she, this is how she used to do things, you know, when she was on the show with me. So uh, yeah. No, so I'm going to be that one, huh? <laughs> but um, yeah. So yeah, it's been okay so far. Just getting back into things, mm-hmm. contemplating going vegan. Oh, yeah! Wow, uh, that's a big step. Yeah, I know. Do uh, you have like uh, any reservations about doing it, or is this is this just purely a health kick, or is it just something you wanted to try? You know, it's it's two things. I wanted to see if I could do it, mm-hmm. and also for health reasons, I think it would be good to try it as well. Like I've been slowly cutting down on my meat intake. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So now I'm I'm gonna trial it for five days. Mm-hmm make sure I don't faint <laughs> but um, yeah if I can if I can do it um, that should be quite good okay. but I don't know I thought because I'm not even vegetarian so uh-huh. so you're making a big jump here yeah so I think I'm going to talk about it on a pod actually I'm going to see how it goes I'm definitely going to like document uh, so my vegan journey my, my journey as a, as a vegan <laughs> for five um, days going from pepper soup to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, wow. yeah, anyone that's interested, um, if you follow uh, my, like, personal um, Instagram or Twitter, Mo Actually, um, yeah, you'll see my vegan journey. Okay, I'm not sure I could do, be a vegan, if I'm honest with you. I could try vegetarian, but I don't think I could be a vegan. Yeah. That's, well, that's a big jump. I just think I've read so much about, like, um, animal products mm-hmm. and, like, how long the body, you know, it takes your body to break down, like, um, meat. Yep. And then also, I think I read a stat, and I still can't remember the percentage of how much um, pus and blood is allowed in cow's milk. Yeah. Well, don't worry. I've, like, I've had that recently, and I've read it. Although, there is a percent... Uh, the percentage, if I remember correctly, is, like, it's really small, but it's still pus. So, it's still pus and yeah. blood inside milk. And the thing is, you may not have, like, cow's milk, like, in your cereal or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's in so many... It's in so much of your food. Mm. So, like, I picked up a can of tomato soup and it's got dried milk in it. Yeah. Wait, so, there's dried milk in, in soup? Yeah. Wow. So, it, th- those kind of things is, like, one of the things that, I've ha- as I've started to look into, like, 
reducing like animal products in my diet it's made me realize how much like there's certain sweets that you can't eat there's certain you know and then also like eggs as well being a lot mm. of, in a lot of things so yeah, sure. it, sh- it, sh- it should be interesting so let's let's see anyway anyway um what have you been up to this week uh it's just been work really and um pretty much watching football that's pretty much it i have Uh this week this week has not been a uh if i'm honest a productive week (laughs) oh okay sometimes it happens like that yeah true um aside from that it's just been business as usual and i have a couple days off of work you said you was working because obviously as dj impulse version one you said you've been working on some of your soundcloud mixes yeah um okay story here i actually got taken off of soundcloud a couple of years ago because at the time soundcloud were running this thing in which um you know with mixes they were just taking mixes off of um okay. off of off of the platform because of uh, complaints from copyright holders and okay. blah 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 and at that point i took it off so i was only using mixcloud although i could actually go back on it now um but Apparently they've they've changed the rules a bit. It's a bit more lenient in a sense, but I don't okay. know how much more lenient. See, I I'm still confused by the whole copyright rules, even with like the podcast, in mm. terms of like what I can put in and what I can't. So, I just keep it really short. Yeah, actually, um, one of the very first mixes that got flagged was a was a mix when the very first song was was uh, the Motion by Drake, and I was like, oh, thanks. Now I've got more issues to <laughs> with Drake. Another um, his you song got was the issue first. Issue Drake? Well, nah. <laughs> I got listen. I got my own issue with, with Drake. I mean, to what be honest is, with you, has Drake done something to you personally? No, personally. <laughs> it's really just the whole thing of um, like I like ish Drake. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm not one of those people who just hate Drake and anything like that. Although I'll never... Cla- it feels like you hate him. I'll never class him as one of the greatest, <laughs> even though that's what everybody now wants. Well, not everybody, but who a lot of people want to say. he's the greatest? A bunch of people saying he's the greatest. He's, a, he's, he's had the longest He's had the longest period on top of any yeah, rapper. Yeah, he's, he's a pop star. True. So what's the problem? Because people still claim him as absolute 100% hip-hop, which annoys the hip-hop heads because okay. they're like I feel oh, like no. this is another conversation okay go on sorry um, talk about your mix because I remember you mentioned to me just as we were setting up about um, yeah um, now I've got like a bigger issue now because uh, now I'm really uncomfortable with uh, the whole like for example some of my mixes like the ones that I did that really got me uh, some buzz so to speak were a group of uh, mixtapes called the Forgotten Gem series. Oh, um, Forgotten Gems! Yeah, and, I feel uh, like I'm gonna put in a like a sound effect there. <laughs> Say that one more ahead. time, go on. Sorry. Forgotten Gems. Okay, yeah, cool. We're gonna echo that. Go, go. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what happened was um, I was going through them a bit, and basically the idea of the Forgotten Gems was to avoid the um, the '90s songs, the '90s R&B and hip hop tracks that everybody hears whenever you go to yeah, um, i.e. the name Forgotten Gems. Yeah. yeah. So what I started doing was I started taking a bunch of some some of them were obscureish, and then other ones were ones that you were like, oh, I haven't heard this in a long time. Mm. Kind of idea. Uh, one of the songs that I did play, however, was the uh, Summer Bunnies remix. Was Summer Bunnies? That's an R. Kelly track. Ah, uh, I don't know that song. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> oh, I was because uh, it's a forgotten gem. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> okay, fine. I don't know that song at all. See, this is what you do. I don't know how, how the copyright works, but maybe you should insert like a little yeah, t- 10 well, second snippet of well, that song. If, not of an R. Kelly song, no. <laughs> Forget nah. copyright. I'm there not you go. putting it in. <laughs> there you go. 
But because of that, I've decided um, I might have to re-record them a bit and take that out. So and you know- funnily enough, also on that very same very first mix is Remember the Time by Michael Jackson. Well, that's what I was just about to ask you. So the whole Michael Jackson, you, you've you got the Michael Jackson situation mm-hmm. with um, the recent documentary ne- Leaving Neverland. Neverland. Yep. And then you've got the whole surviving R. Kelly and R. Kelly being um, indicted. Mm-hmm. Um, so you as a DJ, what what decisions are you making? Are you are you deciding to keep stuff in? Are you removing both these artists from your playlist? I think we may actually talk about this later, but um, I have my own personal feelings about the Leaving Neverland um, documentary. However, I understand. Like, what's why... your personal? Because I because I don't want to go into it. Like, so many pods have like talked about it in so mm-hmm. much detail. So I've actually on purpose decided avoided not it. to not mm-hmm. avoid it, but. There's just so many people that like have gone like a whole deep dive, but I suppose the the main question is like, do you believe the documentaries I, or like the leaving R sorry the leaving R Kelly, uh, surviving <laughs> R Kelly yeah uh, was convincing in a lot of ways to me. However, again, you want more. You, you want more sides to, sides to the story. You want a little bit more from other people. What, in the, in the R. Kelly in situation? In the R. Kelly situation. Do you? I do. Listen, I personally, I, I look at those women, and that's a lot of women. You know, yeah. And it had, but and not I'm just not saying, women. He's, like, people. Yeah, yeah. He also had, like, the tour manager. Also, the story about Aaliyah, yeah. you know, the one yeah. on the bus, the, the whole incident on the bus. I that, mean, he married Aaliyah. Yeah, like, that's, that whole thing. That's actually yeah, on factual. record. Yeah. <laughs> that whole thing just, like, oh, you know, made me shiver. Last month, Kelly was indicted again, this time charged with aggravated criminal sexual abuse of four women, including three who the charges say were minors at the time. Have you ever had sex with anyone under the age of 17? No. Never? No. I have to tell you, it's so hard to believe that based on all that we've read. I'm going to tell you something, Gail. There's one I'm going to tell you something. What women said about you. What women said about me. What women? So nobody's allowed to be mad at me and be yeah. scorned and, and lie on me. Mm-hmm. So they're lying on you. That's your explanation. They're lying on you. Okay. I'm, I'm hearing about that. And while I would like to hear, like that's why I'm so intrigued about the the um, the case and the when it comes up the court case and everything, because I actually want to pay attention to it and see what exactly he has okay. to say about this. Before stuff. we go into this discussion, sorry, just to, cause we're gonna, we're gonna talk about it in detail anyway, mm. later on, on, on the pod. Just quickly, are you removing MJ and R. Kelly? I'm from removing your... R. Kelly and MJ. The reason why is because I understand why it makes people uncomfortable. So you're moving it cause you think it makes people uncomfortable. It makes people uncomfortable. My own personal feelings in, in that sense does not, um, should not, like um influence that whole thing i understand okay. why people so your one is more kind of like from a business decision like it's for, kind of a business decision. for your the people R- that like, listen to your mixes you're yeah. gonna move the it. r kelly one like i said the r kelly one i personally from my perspective i have more reason to believe the victims the problem with the mj one is that there are certain things or certain inconsistencies within there that kind of bother me i'm not saying they're lying and yeah. i'm never i'm never going to be the kind of guy who put stars on a pedestal and say he could never have done it. I'm never going to put anybody on a pedestal yeah. and say he could never have done it because you don't know people. You see, with the MJ one, and we'll just this will just be the final thing on this um, topic now, the MJ situation, I... 
I do think that there are some aspects that where those guys maybe have lied. Mm-hmm. But I do think that MJ did some stuff. Mm. I've always had the feeling my own... Um... Because if you think about it, mm-hmm. just, just, and this is always to say someone, he was a grown man mm-hmm. sleeping... No, 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 no. There was in a the whole bunch of stuff that definitely puts that definitely puts him, and you you look at it, and you think to yourself guilty. Yeah, there's definitely like for example, uh, when the police... I just think it would just be naive for us. No, to... I think yeah, you're right. I think it'd be naive for I think it's naive for anyone to turn around and say yeah, he didn't do it. Like anything at all. Yeah. Like maybe like I said, I don't know if everything they said was the truth, no. but I do think. There was a there was a lot of reason think, to be suspicious. I do think that he was inappropriate. So, yeah. so um, that was your week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That, oh yeah, that was my week. Thanks. <laughs> so um, also, just so I always forget to do this. I forgot to do it last week. Um, I just want everyone to follow Color Out the Box on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Do DM us, and also if you DM me and I don't reply. Um, at me in the comments because I'm terrible at checking the DMs on Instagram. <laughs> I forget because it doesn't. I don't get the notifications. So yeah, there's a few things that I'd missed. Um, and then also yeah, like join the conversation. Use hashtag color out the box. I always check the hashtag at us as well on Twitter. It'll be good to understand what you guys think about all the stuff that we talk about. Yeah. Okay, so one of the things um, that I did want to do. Actually, you know what? Why don't we just take a quick break there and we'll be right back. Okay, and welcome back. So, um, Nathan, uh-huh. let's talk about all the goings on in pop culture and all the stuff that's been happening on the timeline. So, um, okay, just before we get into that, just so everyone knows, um, Producer Tops is now in the house. Yay! <laughs> Bit of a latecomer, but it's fine, it's fine. Um, do you know that you've been getting like a lot of love from the timeline, actually? A few people have uh, said, oh, show's so much better. Any <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, my knowledge. <laughs> so, thanks. Um, so, yeah, so I thought we could start with Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Did you see it? I saw it. What did you think? Okay, first of all, you're the first guy that I've actually asked, did you see it? And I was like, yeah, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Well, most guys are like, oh, I'm not going to watch that. Oh, okay. But, but we'll get onto the controversy around it later. So what did you think? I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a very good origin story. I understand that some people have been uh, confused by a couple of things. Confused by what? Um, some people didn't like the way that the story was done as a, something of a mystery. Um, some people like some people even complain about the fact that not nowhere in the uh, in the movie is the name Captain Marvel even uttered. She, well, she says because well we don't. I don't want to spoil it. Mm-hmm. That's why. Sorry, I didn't want to give too because it's still quite new, isn't it? Yeah, just a week and a half. Yeah, so uh, let's not let's not do um, too many spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, you do kind of hear the background behind the name. Yeah, but yeah. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Now, I enjoyed it for these reasons. Go. Because it was better than... It was basically everything that Wonder Woman could have been. Uh, had they had maybe some more women in the room. Uh, look out, we're going to have people throwing things at you right now. <laughs> so, like... So, again, I don't want to give it away. But the fact is, she doesn't have a love interest. Mm-hmm. So, she's not there as a male prop yep. in a love story. Okay. And also... 
the women save the day. Yep. They are the true heroes of mm-hmm. the film. And it's... Um, so, Bria Larson plays um, Captain... Bria. 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 Oh, sorry. Bria Larson mm-hmm. plays Captain Marvel. And um, her um, kind of like... I suppose you call her like a sidekick or... Um, Not really a sidekick, but partner. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's played by... Ashana Lynch. Ashana. Lashana. 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 Yeah, everyone. <laughs> Lashana Lynch, who's actually British. She's a British um, um, actress um, and who plays kind of like the... Rambo, the um, basically a co-pilot or... A... Yeah. Uh, basically, um, no, not as in co-pilot, but, you know, a fellow pilot. Yeah, because basically Captain Marvel is, is a pilot. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things I actually liked about it. It was just kind of like it wasn't like, oh, she had to fall in love. Whereas in Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. that film is good until the men kind of like come into the picture. Um, and basically in the end, and I'm not, I'm going to spoil Wonder Woman. By now you should have watched it if you're going to watch it. Um, in the end... Is it Chris Pine? Chris Pine's character. Yeah, he's the Chris with the big head. Mm-hmm. He um, ends up saves, saving the day. Um, and then also, um, she has to fall in love with him. Yeah. She's Absolutely. half God, Wonder Woman, by the way. Yeah, so demi- she really didn't need any mm-hmm. of the guys that were in that group. And she really didn't need Chris Pine to sacrifice his life to like save the day. But yeah, but yeah, so yeah, that was one of my, that was one of my things. And then it gave away, it gave some like a good like setup for um, Avengers. Into Endgame. Endgame. I watched Wonder Woman and I had a popular opinion in that when I said um, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Okay. And I thought it fell apart at the end. Yeah, I thought the ending of it threw me out because I thought it had been really good up to that point. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I don't know, but I thought it'd been good up to that point. And Let, let's take the... a vote on it, um, producer Tops. Did you think Wonder Woman was a good film? I thought it was trash. Yeah. Whoa. Trash. You're trash times a... two from me. You're so. gonna have a whole bunch of like DC fans not like it. Oh, but, uh, but anyway, come at me. <laughs> yeah, Fine. well, you see a whole bunch of DC fans like uh, giving Captain Marvel rubbish reviews because also Captain Marvel shares the name with a DC character. Again, we're going into nerdgasm here. Okay. And they're not yeah, happy. Yeah, this is nerd. Yeah, and and they're not happy. And they're not happy about it. So if you see a whole bunch of rubbish reviews, there's a chance it might well, just be disgruntled gonna, gonna, DC fans. I was going to talk about the reviews, um, not just the DC fans. Um, white men or men in general seem to be quite angry at um, Brie Larson. Brie. Mm-hmm. Brie Larson because she declared that the film. Is for women mm-hmm. for those reasons of the fact that it doesn't have a male coming to save the day and you know whatever yep. whatever and also she made a point that most of most film critics are white men in their like 40s True. critiquing films that are, uh, are not even aimed at them yeah. so she just said that you know, to make it more representative, the film industry, you need to hear from people that are like, you know... From um, that demographic. I hate saying, like, women of colour, but just saying women of colour, black women, um, you know, gay community, a bit more diverse than just, you know, some guy just saying, oh, I didn't like, I don't know, um, Black Panther. <laughs> 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 and, and, and then, because it didn't really represent them, 
So, yeah, and so because of that, quite a few men, before the film even had come out, were launched a campaign to boycott the film. Industry has gone through a major growth. We are expanding to make films that better reflect the people that buy movie tickets. But they are not allowed enough chances to read public discourse on these films by the people that these films were made for. I do not need a 40-year-old white dude to tell me what didn't work for him about A Wrinkle in Time. It wasn't made for him. I want to know what that film meant to women of color, to biracial women, to teen women of color, to teens that are biracial. And for the third time, I don't hate white dudes. These are just facts. These are not my feelings. And I'm really sorry, Lindsay. Please don't kill me. <sighs> that is a guy. Well, people are doing that all the time. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, I don't know if you've known about the uh, Star Wars controversy. No, what's that? Um, there's a character there named Ray, and um, a lot of people who are big Star um, Wars fans feel like uh, she's ruined the movie. That uh, it's gone this whole thing about feminine. It's gone feminism gone mad now because oh. the main protagonist has gone to be is a woman. Oh God! Forbid. And that she's. Uh, <laughs> Like, for example, they're pointing holes in the fact that, oh my God, how does one woman who doesn't have any knowledge suddenly come come in and be better than the uh, character from the mm. old, from Sa- the old sounds, ones? Sounds familiar. Sounds very salty. Someone yes. <laughs> coming in and not really qualified for the role, but somehow being in the role. Being better than everybody sounds else. Sounds like real life. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I, listen, I don't understand why people can't just look at things in their own merits. I mean, I look at Captain Marvel. But do you feel like Captain Marvel was a film that was maybe more centered for women, or did you just enjoy it as like I enjoyed a, it as like a guy. Marvel film? I enjoyed it as a guy as well as a Marvel film. I mean, one of the things that I was worried was that Nick Fury was just going to end up being a damsel in distress, like reversing it. Yeah. But no, he he does. You know, he helps. But, but what, he's never... if, what even if he was though? Because he is human. Yeah. But the thing is, that's what people always argue about. They always go ahead and say that the only way to do a female superhero is that you either have a guy be a love interest or make him a damsel in distress. Yeah. This movie did neither of that. Okay, fair enough. I think he could have been a damsel in distress. It wouldn't have bothered me. I don't think they needed to. I mean, he but did I mean, his... she did save him a yeah, couple of times. Yeah, she did save him. She, he did his part, but he was never the star. He was never the person who it all. Um, he was never the person who took charge of the situation above um, Captain yeah. Marvel. Or for that matter, uh, Maria um, Rambeau, the, um, you know, her fellow pilot. So the way I saw it, I don't see any issue whatsoever in regards of it being a movie in itself or being a Marvel movie. I thought it was a okay. really good movie. Okay, well, I would definitely recommend everyone to go and watch it, whether you're male, female, black, purple, green, yellow. <laughs> From the uh, Korean. <laughs> Go and watch it. It's actually it's a good film, and it and you know make sure you stay um, through the end credit two end credit scenes. I still don't get when people just get up when the film is like finished. I don't know if people don't actually know, or people. Then again, maybe some people have already seen the movie. No, I think generally a lot of people just don't know. And they then can't. I and then I always It's been twenty what, twenty one movies now? No, but there's also people that go and watch the film and they've never watched like a Marvel film before, which oh. blows my mind. Like why are you gonna watch a film that's part of a franchise? 
just randomly. Yeah, but you can literally watch some of the movie. Like, for example, this one being this one being an origin story, you can literally watch this. This movie. one you can, but you couldn't just go and watch like Avengers, mm. like even Black even Black Panther. Technically, you could, but the problem is that there is a little what backstory. Do you think? Yeah, there's a lot. Certain franchises, I think you can. Yeah. Like yeah. the only thing with Black Panther is um, the incident in uh, Civil War where his father died. That's the only thing that you need to, that you know about Black Panther his coming dad in. Dad died. I'm joking. I've seen it. So <laughs> let's let's move on. So um, I actually I wanted to. I don't know if you've heard. Like, there's basically a new Netflix documentary oh, Madeline um, McCann about one, right? Madeline McCann, and for our listeners because we have listeners from like um outside of the uk for anyone that doesn't know madeline mccann was um she is she's a young girl um she was like four Mm -hmm. at the time and she was on holiday with her parents and her siblings and she was abducted and apparently and this this happened how many years ago Uh, it's been over it's been over a decade and a half yeah i think so it's been like 10 plus years um but the uk government actually spent quite a lot of money looking for her Mm -hmm. um and they still are i think i think even up until like the end of last year they had um given like another like um million or something to continue the investigation so this documentary is basically about her disappearance and in order, like the kind of like um, theories, conspiracy theories behind it, and which includes everything from she um, wasn't abducted, and you know she was accidentally killed by her parents. To and this is all a cover up, and that was all yeah. A cover up. This is just a cover up to that she was abducted, that the parents know where she is. I you know she's living somewhere. All of that is is kind of like covered. So before we go into the whole like Madeline McCann thing, I think we kind of touched it on it in the beginning of the podcast, talking about, so you've had, we've had Surviving R. Kelly, we've had Leaving Neverland, now we've got this, there's a supposedly more documentary, Abducted in Plain Sight, 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 which is basically about a girl that was um, basically abducted by like a family friend or neighbour. Um, and the parents knew where she was and didn't report it for a long time that I've refused to watch that mm. one but all of these like documentaries are we getting entertainment from other people's pain? Well to be honest some like, people take things from like comedy and say that you're getting enjoyment out of somebody else's pain No but there seems to be like a trend like I'm not talking about in general the recent trend of these kind of like so even like becoming a murderer and stuff like that these mm-hmm. kind of like things that are based they're, they're real events not even based upon these are real events that are put into documentary style um, programming and become big topics or sources of entertainment so everyone talks about it on the timeline like the Madeline McCann one that came out this week there was a trailer on um, Twitter and literally there was a whole debate about it. Everyone was talking about it. People were talking about different episodes. Obviously, like, the R. Kelly situation was trending. I just think, like, these are very kind of awful situations which are being turned into, like, our entertainment. Mm -hmm. You don't think so? I don't know, because I think there are films that are based on true stories. Yeah. So... 
But I think a film is different to say like a documentary. A documentary will probably go in a little bit more and actually speak to directly either the people involved or, um, you know, in films you can end up Hollywoodizing certain things, certain elements. And then a true story is never really the true story. Yeah, okay, but that's to do with entertainment Mm -hmm. purposes, right? The film, whereas a documentary tends to be about you just learning the story of what happened. But I, I, I do, but in terms of like, so the Madeline McCann one, for instance, it's an open investigation. It still is. Do we need, do we need, did we need this? I, I don't know if it was appropriate for Netflix to make this uh, this documentary now when the case is still open. Well, theoretically, is do we need any of them? Yeah. You know, in that sense though. I mean, people want to know Let's be honest, the Madeline McCann story has been a fascinating and morbid way of putting that story. Mm. Okay, because most of the people I know, they say parents did it. Yeah, yeah. Straight up. It's just like, there's no way that, um, you know, you leave a child at four years old with her younger brother. Yeah. And then yeah. you go off to do a, to a party. I think they were like twins, like, yeah. um, she had twin siblings. So she's four, the twin siblings were like babies. Mm-hmm. And the story is that the parents left them in the, um, like, a hotel um, or holiday apartment or something by Mm themselves while they, the parents went to dinner with, like, another couple and everything. So, um, yeah, so it was quite, when when you think about it like that, you're just like, okay, it's a bit of a crazy story. And then obviously she goes missing, um, and then there's this big manhunt to try and find out where she is and what happened. Um, honestly, I don't think we're ever gonna know. I I don't I don't think it's something that is. I think if we were gonna know, we would have known by now. Um, but I I don't think we we are ever gonna know unless she is still alive and then somehow. I think it's difficult back. for her to still be alive. I mean, yeah. history states that if you don't find a child at a certain point. Yeah. The, uh, the percentage of them not being alive goes up rapidly after mm. I think it's 14 days yeah so um, and in this day and age with the internet and the amount the advent of technology it's very difficult to imagine somebody not doing a little like I mean by now she'd be 20 ish like yeah, just yeah. approaching either 20 no. or approaching 20 yeah well she'd be like late teens I think yeah but it's nearly 15 years I think isn't it oh I have no so, idea so, so she'd be about let's say late teens early 20s yeah. And if that's the case, um, she must have heard of the story because it's something, it's a story that's really... But if you don't know that that's you, you don't know. I know you might not know it's not you, but like there are certain questions, I guess, that even you would... Yeah, I mean, if you're not with... I mean, are you with... Again, we're speculating because you have no idea what her life has been. Let's say if if she is alive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, for we know, she's been brainwashed to say, yes, you were my child, we brought yeah. you here, and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's possible that you won't even look at it, mm. you know. But it's weird just to... It's a really strange story, and I understand why people would be interested in saying, okay, mm. what really happened? Why weren't the parents would, taken into custody? If she was alive, how comes nobody's ever but seen But would her? you... Are you... So, for instance, the Madeleine McCann one, I'm not... I've not got an interest in watching it. Mm-hmm. The R. Kelly one... I was going to watch it mm-hmm. and then I listened to a few podcasts. I got the gist of what happened and I just thought, I'm not, I'm not going to watch it. The Leaving Neverland. Neverland, I haven't watched it and I don't think I'm going to watch it because for me, it's kind of like, you, 
I just read what the actual facts are. Mm-hmm. I don't need to like consume a whole TV program um, around these subjects because also I've been very conscious about what I let in terms in terms of like entertainment in terms into my mind. Mm-hmm. So even on like like my timeline, if I'm going through Twitter and I'm following someone that's constantly posting stuff that I think is very negative. I just unfollow, block, that kind of thing. Cause, and it is filtering out the bad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But are you going to... Did you watch... I watched the, the Raven R. Kelly and I watched um, Leaving Neverland. I have not watched um, the Madeline McCann one, which has only been out for, I think, a week. Yeah, it's but only I've, just come out. I've seen a whole bunch of Facebook and Twitter posts about it. Do you think you'll watch it? Uh, I don't know, because... I probably will out of morbid curiosity. Okay. But it's not like something that I'm thinking to myself, oh yeah, I really need to go watch that mm. now. It's going to be one of those things where I'm like, okay, what happened in that? What what, ha- what happened or what do we really know? Because there's been so many details that have been conflated. So many things that people think is this is what happened, but it's actually not what happened. Yeah. I guess that's the reason why we watch documentaries to get what people believe, you know, to get what we believe and what the truth or the facts are to according to the people investigating yeah do you think i would say documentaries i think people take them as factual, factual. Yeah. which but they are still it depends on who's for entertainment yeah. it also depends on who's doing them. is exactly who's telling the story yeah. and also who have they spoken to to tell the story so for instance you know um the fire festival mm-hmm. there's there was two documentaries there was a documentary done by netflix there was a documentary done by hulu and I've not seen the Hulu one because we don't have Hulu here in the UK, do we? I don't think no, so. No, but you can you can get it, but legally, no, it's okay, not. Okay, <laughs> fine. We don't have it. Let's not do anything illegal. So um, I've seen the Netflix one, but from what I understand from other people that's watched both is that they, they are quite different mm-hmm. and it's based upon who's involved. So like the Netflix one was produced by the PR company that mm-hmm. worked on the Fire Festival. And then the Hulu one actually has input from the guy, what's his name? Um, Billy McFarland. Billy McFarland. He actually is interviewed in that one. But Netflix said they they didn't want to pay him. So hence why he's not in the Netflix one. So, and even though they are telling the same story, you do kind of get different versions of the same story. So that's when so when people say i want to watch a documentary to understand what happened i don't think i don't think these documentaries are giving us that i think they're just giving us a version of the truth if you're already like if you're already starting from a position of somebody did this yeah you're going to automatically take away anything that says that he do- that he didn't mm. you know mm. because you know if you already have it in mind Mm-mm. you know but then I think there's a lot of people, so for instance, the Michael Jackson situation, that did, that were not sure, that um, were on the fence. There are always going to be people on the fence Including- about this, because again, the problem with Living Neverland, from the way I saw it, is pretty much what you said. It's a group of people who already have made up their mind, so it's a completely one-sided story. Yeah. Um, there are several people who, Michael Jackson, several famous people at that, who um, were in the same position. Who have uh, who have uh, gone at the I can't remember the kid's name the two uh, the two guys' names but have gone at them. One and was said, called Wade Robson mm-hmm. and one was called Jim Safechuck. Safechuck, yeah, yeah, that's it's the a very who, unusual. That's name. the one who um, spoke most, and um, uh, people like Corey Feldman, um, 
who else? Aaron yeah. Carter. Um, what's his name? Is it Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin? Have all said in different times that nope, and they've said about Safe Chuck that um, what's his name? Aaron Carter has like, gone on Twitter and ranted against Safe Chuck, saying, "I was there during these times. How and I didn't see anything of the sort." Mm. But how can you just? openly just say that when you know mm. you've got like a witness like why did nobody speak to me about this mm. um it is something somewhat one-sided and i wish they had decided to go ahead and say these bunch of people mm. um disagree or don't agree with that and story. given like two points of view yeah yeah it does feel very one-sided and you know there are certain things as always you get the twitter detective saying okay so if this happened why did this and this and this and yeah that. It's difficult to avoid those things. If you already have a feeling of Michael Jackson and you're saying to yourself, he didn't do these things. Yeah. There's, it would take huge, it would take something like either him confessing to himself. Which he can't. Which he can't. Or like unrefutable evidence for them to even say, okay, yes. Yeah. Okay, he, he did it. I think, I think the difference between the Michael Jackson situation and the R. Kelly situation, with the R. Kelly situation, there are tapes. Mm-hmm. Not even a tape. Yeah. There are tapes, plural. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the Michael's Jackson situation, it is based upon people's testimony. And but, the fact that um, Safe Chuck has actually been um, actually said in court that that wasn't the case. Yeah. But at the same time, with the whole Michael Jackson situation, if you take all of that out, this is someone that he said himself sleeps in the room with these yep. boys. In the room, the bed. In the bed he, he of has these actually, boys. He did actually say that. And um, so yeah, we can't we can't get away from that. No, like, are you letting your kids, you know, sleep in um, the same bed as a grown man mm-hmm. just because they're Michael Jackson? Probably not. Okay, <laughs> that's a bit of a heavy subject. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. So. One thing I want to talk about, I want to talk about R-E-S-P-C-T. That's how you spell it, isn't it? I know what it means to me. <laughs> Respect. Respecting your elders, respecting, I don't know, important people in the community. Um, so the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because there's a clip that's kind of been going around the internet of um, Maya Angelou um, being asked a question by a young girl in the audience and the question goes, oh, I." so the, the girl goes, I have a question for Maya and uh, Maya, before she even finishes getting her question out, she says, um... I'm a 60-plus-year-old woman. 62-year-old woman. You know, yeah. I've been on this earth a long time. You can call me... What should I think like? Miss Angelou. Miss Angelou. <laughs> and then you should, then should ask your question. And then she went and said later on, uh, they referred to me as auntie, or like, because I'm a yeah. teacher. Or, yes. you know. Yeah. To just... Um, uh, it's a young girl. I think, what was, you know what? Before we get into it, why don't okay. we just take a break and just actually just... Let's play the clip. Okay. 
so just before we um listen to the clip actually i just want to remember um this this actually was actually sent in by a listener fan of the show mm. um it's from stavros boss the podfather <laughs> by his own admission um basically he is actually the one that sent it to me and i actually do think that he's probably going to discuss it on his podcast which is esn or eloquently say nothing podcast so thanks stavros and if anyone else has any questions or topics that you want us to discuss please do just message or tweet me or dm me we always looking for new topics okay let's have a quick listen Kim you had a question yeah I wanted to ask my her views on interracial relationships oh thank you and first I'm Miss Angelo Miss Angelo yes ma'am I'm not Maya I'm 62 years old <laughs> I have lived so long and tried so hard that a young woman like you or any other has no you have no license Excuse to come up to me and call me by my first name Excuse me. that's first that's first also because at the same time I am your mother, I'm your auntie, I'm your teacher, I'm your professor, you see? So yeah, so that's what she said, mm -hmm. which was pretty direct and you kind of like felt like everyone going. Now it's circulating at the moment now, that clip. It's like 20 years old, by the it's way, It's older well. than that, it's almost 30. It's, really? Yeah, it was done in 1990, I think it was. Oh, wow, so it's almost 30 years old, that clip. So young Twitter, mm -hmm. the, I would say 20, early 20s and below, are like, they would have, you know, put hands <laughs> on Miss Angelou. Oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas old Twitter, which I considered myself mm -hmm. in, or the older generation, we're like, no, like... Wait, wait, are you talking about old Twitter? You're talking about Niger Twitter. <laughs> no, not just Niger Twitter. Because I actually, I wanted to talk about that from like a Niger or like African perspective. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so just the people that are like our age and up are like, uh, yeah, she said, call me, you know, the queen of, you know... Egypt you would you would say it out of respect yeah. what do you guys think like do you think that she was rude do you think because because a lot of the younger like timeline were saying that it's rude and disrespectful okay first of all I should point out that she later on does apologize to the, to the girl yeah because you know, she did tell that she'd been a bit short with her I don't think she did anything wrong so to speak and this is a somebody as you know, I come from a culture in which, quite frankly, if I went over, and I'm talking as I'm, I'm talking as a man in my thirties, go up to a, a woman who's the, who was at the same age. She was sixty two at the time. Yeah, yeah. And if I go up to her and I'm just like, and I name her by her first name. Yeah, yeah. I'm catching a backhand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the truth of the matter is, right? Yes, she was short with her. Granted. Yeah. Okay. But that's how she. That, you know, that's how she was back in those days. You know, she was raised in a in a society about respect. But and and I and I think we are from that generation that is still like you know if you your auntie like your mum's friends you would never call them like right, you know you never call them by their Sarah name. Jane whatever I don't think you know there's certain aunties it's only recently that I actually learned what their certain what their first name is like mm -hmm. I actually didn't know yeah because it wasn't my business to know no she was I'd auntie. call her auntie <laughs> and I'd call and I'll say the surname mm -hmm. to signify like who she is um so I do think that maybe people are overreacting in terms because it's such a strange thing to get like upset about yeah but there's been a lot of that I mean like 
the John Wayne thing now, we brought that back from 40 years ago and he said a whole bunch of racist stuff and people are like, should we be mad at him after saying that in the 70s? And I was like, yeah, dude, that was back in the 70s. Yeah. You know, that was a long time ago. Granted, we all knew he was racist. We all knew he had racist I opinions. Don't, I don't actually think I've seen this stuff. So oh, okay. Well, uh, John, I'm, John I'm Wayne went up. up and he said a whole bunch of things from uh, an interview in Playboy, like back in, I think it was oh, like 71. Okay. And he said too. a whole bunch of... Uh, seriously right-wing things about you know him uh like casting black people in movies and uh, what he felt about black people okay i'll have well let's not digress Mm -hmm. anyway but like we're getting aside from the fact that people are getting mad about a 30 year old clip well nearly 30 year old clip there was not the only issue that i have with that with that thing that happened there is maybe she was a bit cut a bit short with Mm. the person who just meant to ask her a question yeah yeah okay but in the spirit of things, yeah, she was 62 and this girl didn't look old enough to be 20. Yeah, She yeah. probably has kids old. Most likely, she, I'm sure she has kids older than her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So for someone to go out and give, call her by name, in cultural ways, we never, like, Nigerians, we'd never do that. But, you know, I would say I'm completely with you in terms of being respectful. But I'm not going to lie, there were some times where you'd have to say, like, uncle or sa Mm -hmm. to somebody. And I absolutely hated it because of that particular person. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel that they deserved that respect. But because of how I've been brought up, I felt kind of... I don't know, like almost like it's compulsory. That, Behold, yeah, you're beholden to do it. Yeah, that you have to. And even the whole thing, so even going even further, the whole prostrating thing, mm-hmm. in um, which is Yoruba culture, because not even all Nigerians even do that. So um, that whole prostrating, and for those that don't know, prostrating is where, you know, the, technically it's properly where you're supposed to go down on the floor. As, um, a, as a male, you'd um, somewhat go, like, lay flat on the floor not necessarily flat but like you, you go pretty flat you go pretty you, you go <laughs> you go basically into push-up position yeah come on prostrate flat and greet me yeah basically to show respect and to if like you're a, a lady you uh you kneel down you kneel down which over time it's kind of come you don't really do the full kneel down no, you nowadays just kind we of like, just you curtsy just almost curtsy like you bend the knee you know what i mean i will fight for you I will fight for the North. When you bend the knee. No. Game of Thrones, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And or like you nod the head. Well, not really nod the head, but you have to like at least lower your body kind of thing. And I think there's a one of the guys where maybe they'll just put one finger on the ground. Have yeah. you done that one? Yeah. I've where... done, um, like as a kid, you did the full prostration. As you're older, you do things like... The one go thing, ahead and you tap you tap the ground tap with the, the fin- ground with one, with, finger. with one finger and then I usually do the one where I just do like a a semi curtsy yeah. and everything but you, even that you do a, a semi squat basically yeah right? exactly even that I'm cool I don't mind doing it but again certain individuals and my mum knows who those individuals are I absolutely hated doing it but I still kind of felt like compelled because even like there's a woman at my work who's a cleaner, a Nigerian woman, mm-hmm. and I would never in my life refer to her just by her first name. Mm-hmm. So I put a Mrs. on in the front and I say her first name. Yeah. 
just because and just out of respect kind of thing because as far as i'm concerned this woman is older than like probably my mum or the same age i'm not going to be saying like oh yeah you know what's up what's going on and then say her name and everything i just wouldn't do it like it's almost programmed into me but then i do get the kind of the point from the young people where i think young people they're just kind of a bit over it like why do i need to give this person respect that hasn't really earned it from me yeah, but that's the thing. That's a problem within this uh, system right now. Why is it? Why does um, someone? Why can't you just like respect a person just from meeting them? Why do you have to wait for them to give you respect before you get give them respect? But as- then it's not it's not a two way street. So I don't think you can have that argument. So like for instance, if someone is older than me, yeah. they they are not gonna say to me like Mrs. or no. Ma'am or Madame or whatever. They are just gonna call me by whatever and so i had the person um bring their uh, their like their child from nigeria like a yeah. cousin and they did the whole prostrate thing and it just felt weird <laughs> for me what, for you for me yeah because aside from the Maybe fact that say, you say pele pele get up get yeah, up <laughs> aside from the fact it kind of confirms i'm old yeah yeah you're <laughs> the uncle now yeah i'm like to oh. be fair you, you do look a bit of an uncle today uh, <laughs> no. ouch let's carry on let's carry on <laughs> I went out on a limb there. Let's let's all edit that out. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's cool. I can deal. With it. I can deal. No, the I don't get the whole. Oh, um, why are you giving this person respect in that way? I don't. I don't get it. I don't see why it's such a big thing for someone just to say, um, "I'm older than you," so you know, show me a little bit of respect. I'm not saying we have to go by the by the old traditions of prostrate and kneel down and all like that, but just you know. Give them a little bit of respect. Mm. I wouldn't dream of saying to a woman thirty years older than me, just go by first name if I don't know them for starters. Mm. You know, it's always going to go by the official title, Mrs., mm. Miss, Sir, whatever. You know. Okay. But it's just the way I. It's just the way I've always been brought up. It's just the way I've always seen the world. Yeah. Okay. So now to one of my favourite parts of the show, highlight of the week. So this is the part of the show where we like to bring a spotlight to shine a light on something that's either like events or a TV show, a book, anything. It can be highlight of the week. So um, Nathan, so my highlight of the week is that I'm actually going to the Off The Cuff um, live podcast show. And one of the things I want to raise is, is because um, literally this year I kept on thinking, what what can I do more of? And one of the things that I want to do more of is actually go to a lot more live podcast shows because there's so many great um, podcasts that I listen to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, you know, it'd actually be really nice to kind of have that experience live and direct. So when I was in um, America, when I went to New York, I went to the unofficial um, experts and um, podcasts, um, which are they're a comedy duo. Yeah. They had a live show, and it was actually really good. Um, and it's actually made me enjoy their podcast even more because seeing them interact live. So I'm really interested in this, and you know, might pick up some tips, and maybe one day there might be a color out the box live type event. Probably not live show, but something. But yeah, let's see. So yeah, that sounds good. But uh, in that kind of situation, in that kind of um, environment, what would you do? Like, for example, the way that we do this yeah, right now. Yeah, how would this work? Yeah, like, like how would you, what, like, what, what kind of subject would you want to bring up in that kind of like a live environment like that? 
Ooh, would, you, would you just go with the news or would you just uh would you i think it depends on the audience so i think we'd i'd probably go over topic okay and always what's a great topic is like relationships and stuff like that so mm -hmm. i'd probably have that um let's talk about you know love it's it's easy everyone can talk about it and dating mm -hmm. so yeah get the crowd going <laughs> Um, but yeah, I have thought about like how would it work and would it work live? I, I have no idea. I'd have to just try it. Yeah, this is one of those uh, you don't know until you try kind of moments. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we've come to the end of the episode. Um, thank you, Nathan, for joining me as my um, this week's guest co-host. Pleasure. Um, where can the people find you? As usual, I'm on Twitter under uh, DJ Impulse Version 1. Uh, Mixcloud under uh, same thing, DJ Impulse version 1, you can find my stuff there although I will be doing a little bit of editing in regards to some of those things like taking oh, a couple okay. things off oh yeah, removing so, your, the yeah. Kells and, and the MJ yeah, from... so unfortunately I might lose some of my play counts oh, <laughs> in that okay, sense. Fair enough. but that's alright So as long as everybody's like comfortable and listening to the music, it's good yeah, definitely sense. Um, and I'll put, we can put a link to your Mixcloud. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put that in the description box. So if you want to hear some more of um, DJ Impulse's mixes. So as always, you can find Colour Out The Box on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Please do rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. We will read your reviews out on the, on the show. Um... And also, I just wanted to also shout out some of our top listeners from SoundCloud, which includes um, Marlise, Lily, um, April, um, The Culture Reel, which is actually a really good podcast, um, Alex, um, Mighty, and I think that's Andrea. But yeah, thank you for listening. Until next time. We don't live. Do you know what I mean? You so can, it does not mean you cannot improve upon a blue. You can improve, but Boomerang is is a is a good film. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a good film in the nineties, it's a good film in the two thousands, mm -hmm. it's a good film now, <laughs> it's gonna be a good film in, in twenty twenty. You know it's not even regarded as one of Eddie Murphy's best though. No, no, no. It's it's actually no, by who? Who? <laughs> Did they ask me? No, they didn't. If they asked me, then I would have told you it's one of his best films.